0: we were up to Da'af Tes in Yuma. We began talking about the sun and the moon and the power of a cloudy day. Rabbi Nachman continues on that thread and says that the rays of the sun are stronger through the clouds. And the simon gives is like a barrel of vinegar. If you poke a little hole in it, the, the ear that's released from that little hole will be pressurized. It's stronger. So when the sunlight is shining through the cracks in the clouds, it's a stronger ray. So it'll be hotter. The rays of the sun are also a brighter shine than the sun itself. And the simon for that is that if you have water that falls on someone, that's stronger than if someone goes into water. So the, the light coming off of the sun is stronger than the light of the sun itself. Next, he says that the thought of averas is worse than the avera itself. And the simon for that, Rashi explains this, is talking about taivas noshim. The simon is that the smell of meat is worse is stronger than the meat. Meaning, if someone smells the meat and doesn't eat it, then the smell is very, very painful for him. The heat of the summer is hotter than of the winter, because this is like preheating, heating up an oven that was preheated. It's easier to heat up something in the summer than it is. Then dead. Center of the wind of the summer in the middle of the summer the, the oven still heating up But by the end the walls of the oven are so hot that it, it's much easier to heat up this oven in Elul time at the end of the summer a fever in the winter is stronger than a fever in the summer because if you're able to Heat up a cold oven. It must be a stronger heat Relearning material that someone forgot is harder than learning new material this would be like trying to create cement out of dried old pieces of cement as opposed to whipping up a batch of new cement. Now, Rabbi Abo goes back to Rebbe's statement about the rays of the sun scattering everywhere when it's cloudy. And he says that he gets this from the Pasuk into Helem, ala ayeles Hashachar," Just like the horns of an, of an isle or any horned animal for that matter branch out all over the place, so too... The morning rays scatter in every direction. Now, as a tangent, once we mention an aisle, we say, why was Esther Hamalka compared to an isle? Just like an ayla has a narrow womb, so that her husband is always beloved to her, so too Esther was beloved to HaGashveresh, like the first time they met. Ravasi says that Esther is compared to the morning, because just like the morning is the conclusion of the night, Esther was the conclusion of all miracles. The Gemara says, wait, we have the miracle of Hanukkah after Purim. No, Purim was the last miracle that was allowed to be written. In the Gemara, yeah, but what about the Mandamara holds that Megillus Esther is not actually supposed to be written, it's just supposed to be given over verbally. It's not safer. Megillus Esther is not really a safer. So they say that Esther is compared to the Shachar for a different reason. She's compared to an Ayelus. Because the tefillahs of a tzaddik are like an ayelas in that the more that the horns grow, the more dispersed they are. So to tzaddikim, the more they daven, the more the Tfilas will be recognized, will be heard. Now we had this story in the Mishnah of the debacle with the Karmad when they thought it was daytime and it really wasn't because of the moonlight. Now, the Gemara is trying to figure out when this story happened, because if it was regular during the year, why does the Mishnah continue and tell us that the Kohen Gadol had to go Teuval afterwards? That's a Yim Kippur thing. Elamai was Yom Kippur. Yeah, but if it was Yim Kippur, the moonlight doesn't shine near sunrise. Elamai, there was one story where the moon was shining on the other side of the, where the sun would rise, not on Yim Kippur. And then the Mishnah goes on and Continues after saying why they do these announcements to discuss the Kohen Gadol Yom Kippur. After the announcement, the Kohen Gadol went to his duist fila. Now, Rabbi Avin says that besides for just the shchit of the carbon tomid being usar at night, and if it is done at night, it's possible, there are other cases as well. Malika by a bird carbon, Kimitsa by a carbon mincha, those also need to be burnt if they were done at night. So now the Gemara says, okay, Malika, you're right. There's nothing you could do once someone, once the coin did malik on the bird. There's no rectification for that. But coinmates, why not just put it back into the flower and take a new kmitzah once it's daytime? So he answers that since the kmitzah that's taken off is put into a klishares, the klishares is mekadesh that coinmates. And now you can't just mix that back in. That would be like taking off challah and throwing it back into the dough. Which, by the way, if someone accidentally does that, they should do a taras nadar and bring over a bezdin, pull together three people, and be mater that challah that he took off, and then take off a uch. Now the Gemara asks, wait, 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 you're telling me that it's going to become Kadesh even though he took it off, he took off the K'mitza at night, when it's supposed to be done by day? We have a b'risa that the says that it becomes Kadesh when it's done by day. If if that's when its time is. And if the time is night, it only becomes Kaddish if it's done at night. You see that if it's done not in its zman, if you take off a Kaddishah by night, it should not become Kaddish. So the Gemara says, you're right. It doesn't become Kaddish enough to be it as the Karban, to be part of the Mincha, but it still is possible. It has enough Kaddushah to make it possible. Now, Reb Zaira asks Akasha. The Gemara Menachas tells us that if the Lechem Aponim and the bezikin, the, the, the frankincense, which is put with the lechem upon him, are put on after Shabbos, it's possible because they need to be on the Shulchan for seven complete days. So what happens if you did do it? What do you do? The Gemara tells us, leave it on the Shulchan until the next Shabbat. and then you'll get your full week from there. Thirteen days later, you'll be okay. Ah, shouldn't it become Kaddish enough because it's on the Shulchan? That's a cliche, So even though it's not Bezman, it should still become possible enough that it shouldn't work after 13 days. Relva says that's taka, a really good question. The Tana who says that over there, Menachas holds that Layla is not the wrong time. It's not considered Mechusser's man. Frech the Gemara, okay, but then the next Shabbos, it should become Kodesh then. And it's supposed to be brought Shabbos morning. So when it is brought at the right time, just the night before, on the seventh day of the 13 days that it's on, on Shabbos morning, it should then become puzzle, Belina, since it was set up already the night before, Friday night. Ravina says, no, they took it off as Shabbos arrived. And they put it back on the next morning. Merzut Ravashi say that even if he didn't take it off as Shabbos approached, there's still kasher for Lechem Aponim. Because that placing that was done on Sunday, the week before, that was not the mitzvah of lechem upon him. So it's as if monkeys placed it on there without any das whatsoever. So now when this man comes on Friday night, it won't become kadosh and thereby apostle until you actually take it off and put it back on and that's what they'll do. Have a wonderful day.